you know what? I love you guys. <laughs> Let me tell you this right now. I love you so much because I just love how you keep coming back to the podcast to listen, to learn. We're in a new season. We're in a new show. We have a podcast premium now. We have a LinkedIn live extension. We have a clubhouse club called Pinterest and SEO Marketing. We are all over the place. So we are so excited to have you and our community is just growing just because of you. So with that said, please feel free to click the link in all the descriptions that you have in this season and also in the other seasons because if you want to watch the videos in the past seasons you got to join the podcast premium and how you can do that just click the link in the description and we can be able to get you right there and you can choose your plan and you can be able to start with that said we have an amazing guest her name is rachel and she's doing an amazing thing for the non-profit organization community so tap in listen and take notes here we go Hey, Rachel, welcome to the Playroom. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm sure there's so much we're going to be talking about, and I just want you to know that you are appreciated. I really appreciate you coming today and just sharing the the knowledge and wealth of understanding that you're going to give people today, especially in this new series of the podcast. I, I am very, very, very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I, honestly, I can't wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, me too. I was like, yeah, I can't wait for Wednesday. I can't wait for, you know, just everything that we're going to be talking about. And it's, it's a beautiful experience. And I, I would definitely want you to let us know more about you, who you are, and what you do right now, especially for the community. Absolutely. My name is Rachel Panagiotopoulos, and I am essentially an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, but I focus also on running a nonprofit organization called Let's Create Together Foundation that helps children with chronic illnesses around the world. Currently, I am engaged in sourcing moringa tea and nim tea from africa into the u.s so that's very exciting very busy just a very busy lady but at the end of the day i still like to have fun and network and you know support people like you doing a great job thank you i really really appreciate that this is why we're building connections because we need people like you in the world so that we can really know how we can think about our future, our kids, you know, our organizations as a whole. And this is this is great. I love what you're doing for the community. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure. It's my passion. And I'm, and I'm happy to do it and be of help to others as much as is needed. Yeah. Tell us more about what you have been doing, especially before now thinking about the journey that you've come through and the amazing success story that you have how did this all start oh that's a great question a great question well i um obtained my bachelor's at rutgers university and i did communications mass communications marketing i did the whole nine yards honestly i had a great time at rutgers and the challenges at the time was why are you pursuing communication what is it about what is you know what are you gonna do with that and yet uh, my dad was a great voice 
in that process because he said to me, you're good at it and never worry about what people are saying and what you think you're not gonna get. And it's amazing after doing my bachelor's and then I went to Full Sail University. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yes, yes, the best. Okay, I went to the best. And pursued the MBA and the marketing and internet marketing. And even at that time, it was still challenging to hear people say, why are you doing this, right? Because we were not where we are now technology-wise, how the internet is just booming all over the place. So the challenges at the time for me was, Rachel, you're not doing the things that you need to be doing, like nursing or, you know, going to medical school and being a lawyer. Only for me to find out, as the world has found out, that what I ended up studying is what is needed now. So Mm. creating that success story, it was not an easy easy journey for me honestly speaking but now creating all these opportunities for myself and putting myself out there has been the backbone of the education i received from rutgers and full sail university wow this is this is beautiful because i've also been to full sail like you already know (laughs) and (laughs) and it's it's amazing that that school brings out the best of you even when people think that it's just fluffy and there's so much going on it's a lot of excitement but there's really there's a lot of work that you have to do yeah and and people really underestimate the kind of work that full sale puts you to do and for me i did everything within a year for my master's program and on top of that i <laughs> this is interesting because so, I want people to understand that what you see out there is not necessarily all made okay when I went into full sale university and I decided to do that one year program it was then there that I was also pregnant and I was asking myself wow how am I going to finish this master's program how is that possible right However, if I tell you I aced all my courses, you're not going to believe me with wow. a pregnant self. Yes, absolutely. So everything is possible. Everything is possible. We can all do it. That is, that's so, that's unique. Like scoring all A's, pregnant, what? That baby is going to be smart. I- <laughs> Wow, that's a beautiful story. (laughs) Yes, it was not, again, like I said, it wasn't easy, but at the end of the day, I had to take the end of the program. I had to take, you know, two months off to go have the baby and then come back and finish, you know, uh, the last part of it. Yeah. And so it was not easy, but like I, I say to everyone that asks me these type of questions that we can we can do whatever we put our mind to no matter the hurdles and the challenges we just have to be committed to it we just have to know that by all means we must focus on what is happening in the present and that present is to finish this course or is to finish this journey then you can actually be successful in doing that I believe so too. I think like your your mission is to help inspire and impact 
are you able to yeah. break down because this is a beautiful connection when you think about helping inspiring and impacting how do these three come together especially for your core fundamental practices as an organization um, perfect um inspired because i didn't grow up in the u.s i was born in ghana west africa and it wasn't quite the most flamboyant lifestyle if you would it was very challenging childhood that i had with a mom who was struggling through a lot of things to take care of me but i've, I've always been a smart head i don't mean to brag but <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so that always put me in in a situation where i would be almost quote-unquote the smartest in the class but then from finances i didn't have everything together on the family side to take care of me and all of that stuff right so growing up with that kind of upbringing i always remember the little child a little rachel back home or a little uh child in africa anywhere in the world whose mom would have been struggling to put them to school not because they were not smart but they don't have the um uh what do you call it they, they don't have everything they need to be able to be the kind of child that they need to experience so in, to inspire is that look look at me right look at me now see all the credentials you've seen but i came from somewhere that i had nothing i came from a background that was really tough and then um to impact people is that with that background that I was able to overcome one way or the other with God's help, right? I have to give back by impacting my generation. I have to give back by teaching young children. They can, regardless of their circumstances, regardless of the challenges that their mom or dad what they have and what they don't have does not define who they're going to be. So by inspiring with the background that I came from and then impacting now, putting that to use and letting everybody know that, listen, you can be, just stay focused on your abilities and capabilities. Mm, that's so deep because when when you think about the type of help, especially when you get help from God and you're also very focused on what you want to be and why you're here as especially as a purpose you understand that you could be that person that someone needs to jump over that hurdle but because you're not thinking about that person or yourself you decide not to and that really has a ripple effect on people's experiences especially in this life we live in today absolutely i absolutely because for me my mother was really the defining core of me trying to do all the things i'm doing because my personality the real rachel i just want to sit in the corner and just you know go to the beach and then take a nap <laughs> you know it's summer <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. my mom's struggles cannot let me rest i have to give back somehow mm and this yes. is a huge way of giving back. I would love to to know more about the logo because we build logos. We are able to design and help businesses. In the past 12 months, we were able to, not even 12 months, like the whole through of last year because we're already halfway through 2021. So throughout last year, we were able to build about 12 different logos for 12 different companies. And 
they're doing really well and we we really go deep into their brand guidelines to ask them questions that it's not just what color do you want it's it's the purpose and the mission and when i see your logo it speaks volumes the colors even the love heart right in the middle of the text as a white image could you explain more about the process that took you through to get to this point because it's so good Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and, and you're referring to the foundation logo, correct? Yes. You know, I'm a businesswoman, so I got to make sure I'm answering the right <laughs> question to the right business logo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Great. So um, I thought about that community um, coming together when I thought about that logo even the name let's create together because for me it was a community that helped me throughout my life it was apart from my mom and dad it was my aunts it was my uncles it was my cousins you know so i always thought about a community my grandmothers especially my grandmothers you know so coming together i i envisioned the hands that literally do a lot of manual work, right? So with those hands, I asked myself, how can we put this together into a logo? And so that was really the vision. And then the name obviously linked very well to let's create, because I can't do this by myself. Like I just told you, if it's just Rachel, I would just be sitting idle somewhere, but I can't do the work this organization, I cannot do it on my own. It's it's impossible. So coming together, putting our hands together, one way or the other, we can create the kind of help that this world needs, especially children need. This is so deep because I feel like it it's taking me to a place where I'm seeing that you have to bring out stories because when people hear this type of stories they want to know more they want to know how they can connect how can they be part of that process and when we think about media especially being visual today how has that affected or impacted your business when it comes to people understanding the stories that you've worked with the case studies you've had so that people can really relate and make sure that they're 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 not left you know, feeling lonely and yet there's a whole foundation that can really help them through the process. Right, right. So one, I, I like to give more credit to Full Sail University for helping shape my mind about how to create stories in a way that is not just a logo, right? Or it's not just a business. Yeah. And number two, uh, the visual, the visual worlds we're living in now, I want people to understand that Though it's important to see before you believe, you have to also be comfortable in knowing that what you don't see does not mean it does not exist. So because the media now, it's so kind of distracting sometimes where you are bent on seeing to believe. But you don't have to always see to believe. Now, for me as an organization, I want people to understand and know that we're here to help. And we're here to help children or people who are in dire need. When I say dire need, I work with families. And particularly my approach to the organization is not is not supposed to it's not on a very huge scale where I deal with big hospitals or (laughs) 
big communities or whatever. I want the family that nobody knows about. I want the family or the child that nobody has any idea. That village that is somewhere, okay, that nobody can contact that child, but they're, they're in need. That child needs education. That child needs health care. That child needs whatever they need for the family. So I want people to understand that when you're coming on board with us, we are doing everything we can to reach the people that do not have, quote unquote, any visualization on the on the media because they can't be seen, but they need help. Right. And so and so my focus is to, to let you know that whatever you're seeing now on social media for Let's Be Together, wonderful. We have to do that part as well. But at the end of the day, there's so many unseen faces and unseen situations that we need to reach. And we need you all to help on board. That's beautiful. I feel like the world would be such a better place when people become, you know, volunteers, you know, not thinking about what to gain in return, but what can they give? What can they leave behind? And most people don't think about that because it's a take, 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 take society, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we, we definitely don't want that. And, and, and every one of us has a story. We are given the platform eventually to talk about it. But if we're not given the platform, please know that Let's Create Together is here for you to come share your story. Because the more stories we have, the more inspiration that we are putting out there. And Rome was never built in a day. Mm, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm thinking about this right now. And... Because you mentioned Ghana, now I'm thinking about the whole continent. And I'm wondering what is going on and what is currently happening, especially post-pandemic. What is, because we don't really see that on the news every day and not everyone has that access, you know, all the time. But even though we have the internet, not everyone is searching for the same thing. So what's really going on and what's happening? Like, are we getting better? Is it getting worse? What's, what's happening? Well, the continent, again, needs a lot of help. And surprisingly, pandemic has exposed Africa and put Africa as a spotlight, which is good because now people are looking at Africa in a different way from a different um, telescope. Now, a lot of things have not really changed in terms of, let's say, healthcare, education, and the healthcare system in Ghana or Africa as a whole is not something you want to brag about because fundamentally, when Africa was being planned, I don't think that these things were set meticulously to to run the continent with healthcare facilities and you know the way that the Western world has it. None of those things were really fundamentally set up. So even though we are in in this century where everything is moving fast paced, Ghana and parts of Africa do not have access to something as simple as um, a a lot of nurses or doctors. Or when you go to Kalabu Teaching Hospital, which is in Accra, Ghana, there are still long lines, okay? Long lines that goes up to the street. Because for whatever reason it is, it's the major hospital that takes care of almost everything and everybody. Hmm. And yes, and this Saturday I had just hosted on Let's Create Together Clubhouse, 
talking about something as simple as blood donation the country ghana right has 59 percent of people who can donate blood but guess how many actually go ahead and donate blood one percent wow and then on top of that you have real life stories whereby a woman can be having a cesarean section she's losing so much blood the husband is told to go look for blood he goes out to drive in the traffic because Accra has a lot of traffic. The road systems are not set up in a way where you can navigate and reroute your direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he has to do this. And when he gets to the hospital to go get blood, guess what? He has to bring four other people with him in order to get blood. So in order to get blood, you got to bring four people to donate blood. Hmm. This is the crisis that healthcare systems in in Ghana and majority of Africa is facing. Now, are you thinking about that woman on the cesarean table by the time the husband comes back? Hmm. We don't even know if she's going to make it or not. So, so things may have changed and has improved a little bit, but these issues are the reason why the organization is so centered on education and inspiration and impacting because people don't even know in Africa they're supposed to donate blood because of all the other cultural beliefs. So I could go on and on and on and on, but it's just a lot of loopholes that need to be repaired. And with the kind of leadership we have in Africa, it's a whole different ballgame together. Wow. This has just made me think about how important we need to really refocus, especially for people in the diaspora, you know, people within and seeing how they can help, you know, one way or the other. But another thing that really stops people from helping is that mentality of if I help, it won't get to the right person because there's going to be some broken telephones in between, you know, and it's, right. it's terrible because you do want to help so bad, but you know, the same time that if you help, it's not going to get to them. So how can we like bridge this gap so that we don't keep on missing every time we try to shoot a target? Absolutely. Great question. Absolutely. Great question. Okay. So these systems, as I said, have been set up centuries ago with these leadership and how things are run. Right. So we may not be able to change that right about now. But what we can do is come together. You know, Africans in the diaspora have so much power. Do you know the youngest population in the world are Africans? And so what that means is that if we stand up here and come together and work together, one of the ways we can we can help without feeling like being disappointed or giving up is to choose an organization like Let's Create Together because I do not, like I said, go through the major hospitals or the politicians. I don't do any of that. I have direct contact of families on my phone that I speak to. And then I make sure if we have to do a big donation, my team hands over the items directly to the mother, directly to the child. Even if it's at the hospital setting, I do not just leave all the materials to the hospital and say, oh, go ahead and you know distribute this later. No, 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 we're not doing that because we don't know if you're gonna sell what we just gave you and get some money from it for yourself. Right. Or 
or we don't even know if you're going to give it to these patients. So my organization says, well, if it means we have to do donation twice a year, I'm okay with it. But guess what? We are going to single-handedly give these items to the families directly. And then I have the family's contact number. I follow up directly with the family. And then they can confirm to me they have received what was sent. Now, you know what? That's a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of organizations don't want to take that route. But that's why we need the diasporans to join us to achieve this goal because by doing that over and over again, we are pursuing change without going through the politicians and the leaderships and then to be bright. And then eventually that change will not become the norm. So I think that that is one of the safest ways that has worked for me as an organization that I do not just hand over money to anybody. I, I don't hand machines to anybody. I don't hand medications to anybody. I just do it single-handedly. And if we can't do that, then we wait and we continue to educate. Mm. Exactly. Are you thinking about social media and how this is playing a role in the engagement? Like you said, you know, some people don't even know what's going on. So is there any type of awareness model, attraction marketing or storytelling that people do? Because like you said, this is your organization and there are others as well. But the voice needs to be elevated and amplified so that people can realize that it's not just one. There's a huge community that needs this, but you also need that support. So from a social media perspective and from gaining traffic and, you know, adding value to the community especially on social media where a lot of people live today like you mentioned with their young population being african and that's the biggest population if you look at africa it's big already and you look at the diaspora it's also as big so in social media and activities in in organizational structures are those things that people have thought about or it's still something that is a far-fetched thought honestly it's not a far-fetched thought at all um social media is the Super Bowl of everything now. So I definitely will push the marketing um, to reach these potential, you know, clientele or um, niche, if you would. And I, it's a new organization, first of all. We're not even a year old. So I would love people to know this is the opportunity for them to hop on board and help us spread this news as fast as we can so people can be educated through social media since this is where we all live now. Absolutely take advantage of that and therefore also reflect the stories that are happening in Africa through social media so that people who don't have access, like you said, because uh, I don't even watch news anymore, right? right. So if, if I come on Instagram and I can get the news, absolutely, that would be fantastic maybe you can help me later or you can get you can get people to help let's create together to be um, seen on the platform but uh, eventually I think that it's a great marketing strategy that needs to be put into the you know into effect yeah I think so too I would love to help you I would definitely love to create this awareness and 
and build it because the more people are able to know about it and consume this content, the faster people can realize that they can now take this information and run with it. Tell the next person, like we all know, referrals is one of the best ways to do business. Word of mouth yes. is still existing. We have voice, which we're using as we speak right now, which is on Clubhouse. So we have these fundamental things that are already in our possession. We just need to know how to channel them to right people. But the ears that are also listening have to be willing to accept the information too. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And I really appreciate you uh, wanting to help. Like I said, um, I, I, I do many things, right? I do yeah. so many things. Yeah. <laughs> so um, more hands as my logo stands, the better. As well as uh, I wanted to actually add this onto it. I mentioned earlier that I have ethically sourced Moringa tea um, from Ghana, actually. And the reason behind that was when we started the organization and I wanted to focus on sickle cell disease first as a chronic illness. With my research background, I came across great, great research about Moringa and what it does to help with sickle cell as well as everybody. It's like, it's called a miracle tree. It's like if you take a tea bag, Moringa tea bag every day, you have all the packed vitamins and minerals and nutrients for your body. And so that said, that, that made me think, hmm, how can I go back to my homeland, source Moringa to support these local farmers, and then use that as a way of helping people either understand what Moringa does to the body, as well as for these sickle cell patients to have something they can really take in every day that nourishes their body. So that was an inspiration story that I wanted to share because I want people to understand that we need to be healthy first. We need to be healthy because health is wealth. And by, by focusing on such a project has made me realize, because I take it every day, has made me realize how important it is to be well, to be healthy before you can do anything else. You know what I'm thinking? <laughs> when people go to the store and they buy things, they go to buy things they know. And when they see things they don't know, they don't even think about or bother until right. it becomes like it becomes like, oh, I missed this. this it's been in front of me all year, <laughs> all day, <laughs> you know, and Moringa is something that I, I personally, I would definitely say that I don't know fully of, but I do have it in my closet, in my, you know, like part of my spices, part of the things that I have. But now you've said tea and I'm like, OK, I've been drinking green tea, which is great, but. If I can get Moringa tea, what can I say? Like you've said, you take it every day. What can you say? And this is something I'm also going to be thinking when I when I find it. And I would love to maybe know how I can get it from you or what other places I could maybe get it from the local supermarkets. But what does Moringa tea do to you or just Moringa in general as, as a right. product source do to your body when you take it and when you don't take it? 
of course, that's a great question. So as I mentioned, moringa is rich in vitamins and minerals. The leaves, you know, are packed of vitamins A, C, B1, B2, B3, energy. I mean, folate. I don't know if you know folate. Like, yeah. It's like a, a more natural form of folic acid. Mm-hmm. There's iron. Yeah. There's magnesium. There's phosphorus. There's calcium. There is zinc. Um, and then there is uh, amino acids in there. Now, all those packed vitamins and minerals help fight inflammation. And then it's filled with a lot of antioxidants that help, one, you can lower blood sugar levels for those who have diabetes if you have cholesterol problems it's going to help lower that um it actually also helps detox and protect your liver i mean Mm. it's great for digestion for people who even want to lose weight the more you take it it helps with your your diet so it's that's why they call it a miracle tree because it does a lot and for the iron folate magnesium zinc is why it it was it was researched that for sickle cell disease particularly it was able to nourish the body in a way where it prevented crises right because those are the things that sickle cell patients lack in their body those mm-hmm. vitamins it also um improves the bone health so all these factors that help your system it's like just take a tea bag Boil some water and add some honey. And you can do this every day and your whole body gets what it needs. It it truly does. And I've been taking this for uh, six months now. And I've not had a cold. I've not had any flu. And then don't even talk about this pandemic and the COVID. Right. Now, for COVID, I am not a scientist, but... The NIM tea bag has been shown with all that it has. I mean, I could talk about later if you if you want me to talk more about that. But yeah, that also helps with 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 what's going on with the COVID nineteen and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely moringa is something you don't want to miss um, having. You should definitely get it from me, though. <laughs> Definitely. I'm going to have to get it from you. And I'm sure other people want to know how they can get it from you. So we're going to sure. definitely get to that. You mentioned, is it Lipton tea or is that what I heard? Nim. Nim. So how do you spell N- that? N as Nancy. E-E-M. Oh, I know that brand. Yes, yes. They are definitely an establishment. Yes. So that makes a lot of sense. So do you recommend, because I have the powder, right? But are you saying that the tea does better when you have the tea, like the tea bags that you mentioned? Or like with what I have, I just have to boil it with water and then, you know, add it to my cup and add honey. Is that the same thing or do they have different um, results? So... The NIM powder, personally, I don't like powder stuff because okay. I don't really know what they put in there. Right. Because sometimes they can say powder. If you don't read the bag very well, it's mixed with other things that you're not sure of. Mm. So even, you know, just someone who cooks, I don't like buying powdered stuff if I can get the leaves or the seeds. Yeah. So so the NIM tea, reason why people love the tea bag, as you mentioned, you, you just put it in water and you you add sweetener or honey to it, you're good to go. You don't have to 
mix it or blend it with other smoothies because nim is actually quite bitter. So what I do with a tea bag is sometimes I don't let it infuse for a long time so it's not as bitter. But let's say you are very sick because back home in Ghana, what they do is if you have a fever, you are sick with anything, anything. Nim was the... Um, what do you call them here? Tylenol. It was the, <laughs> it was everything in one because it's anti. It has antibacterial benefits. Yeah. Um, it has antifungal benefits. It's uh, it's like an old old medicine, but it does so much. So people prefer the tea pretty much because it's just easier to get to, and then you go about your day. Because it also has very similar. Um, properties like the moringa is anti-inflammatory as well and so uh, I've been using that and people in Ghana I spoke to about four people who had used that for three days straight the nimti they had COVID they used it three days straight and then they didn't have COVID wait I'm not a scientist say that again yes. what yes I'm not gonna come here and make something up they, I am not a scientist, but you know, they're back home in Ghana, West Africa. So they didn't have this accessibility to healthcare. So they were advised to go get nim leaves, boil it, drink it three days straight. I'm telling you, one of them is a powerful man of God. He's still alive, walking around. So, hmm. just so you know. <laughs> I feel like if people in Africa know about this practice and they know where to find it, it's going to help because of the accessibility, natural products. And you think about right. natural, it goes all the way back, you know, to, to Africa. So, you think about them knowing about these things that's in front of them, like I said, but they bypass it and still think about the problem without realizing how to solve it when it's fundamentally in possession so i think yeah. it's it's more of awareness and this is really the place where people i don't know how it's gonna go god's just gonna help us but this is something i think that if people know about especially in africa and they can access it three days ah people can yeah. take th people will say you know what i'll do this for the rest of 2021 until covid is gone 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 absolutely absolutely because it, it builds your immunity you know it's with the antioxidants anything with antioxidants iron it's good for your bones it's driving out the toxins if you think about it covid and or any other infectious disease or issues right I remember growing up in Ghana, they used to use the nim tea, not for me, but I saw that. It, it just cured your whole body. And Indians also use that a lot, actually. Okay. Yeah. So if you're so thinking about it, wow, because right now that's, that's, that's a place that people have been talking about for a while. So if they use it a lot, do you think that's a, is it another awareness problem or is it just another accessibility problem? I think it's both. I think that the awareness, what you're doing now, I really applaud you because it sounds like it's nothing, but people don't know something. I think you mentioned that earlier. How are they going to access it? They got to know it and then they got to know where it is and then they got to know how to get it and then health begins 
because naturally if you think about it we didn't have medicine the way we have it now many 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 years ago how did people survive mm, exactly <laughs> people survive. exactly Yeah. yeah this is deep i think once people see the realization that this is a need an essential need then they can start thinking about it because another thing too is pricing people are like oh it's too expensive and i'm like this is your health we're talking about <laughs> you know like people right. <laughs> well you know what mine is not as expensive because i thought about that and i thought about myself and i thought about what you're saying people automatically just dismiss expense over health which right. i don't know why but mine literally is nine dollars for a bag of tea so you know you go figure it's under ten dollars <laughs> and <laughs> you can afford that and if you can we go work something around just just, just let me know. This is for your health. It's good for you. Let me ask. So if somebody gets this, how many tea bags can they use in a day? Because you said three days. So is it one tea bag a day? And how many are in one pack so that they're thinking, okay, I can, I can really spend a whole month doing this so I don't have to do it every day? Well, the three days was for people who had COVID. And that is not a tea bag. That would have to be at least um two tea bags a day mm. um and then a lot of fluids that's for covid related but as a normal um person with no issues no health conditions for the nim you could take one tea bag every week just one because it's so potent it's so it's so <laughs> It's so packed. You don't need to take Nim tea every day. One tea bag a week, you are good. And then for the Moringa, you can actually take one tea bag a day, every day, as part of your morning routine. Um, it's just like vitamins. It's like taking vitamins, you know, because everything is in there. But for Nim, it's targeting as though your immune system needs to be boosted. Mm. So you do that once a week or for people who are not even typically sick at all, you could do that uh, once every two weeks so twice a month, you know, just to boost your system. But when you get sick or you're feeling sick, I do that when I'm feeling sick because, you know, you go somewhere, you're coughing a little bit. I come home, I make sure I take that NIM before I go to bed. And the next morning I'm fine. Wow. This sounds like yeah. it sounds like magic to some people. They're like, huh? <laughs> it's like it's like so what? I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'm not gonna put my face out there and say these things. Trust me. Like I said, the the the, the real Rachel is just gonna be in a corner somewhere. So <laughs> to me to put my face out there, trust me, it works. <laughs> it does. It really does. I, I feel like this is something that a lot of people should think about. We don't even hear about it on the news here about natural remedies. It's all, you know, wash your hands and, you know, I mean, those are, we should have been doing that before the pandemic, really, you know, right. <laughs> that's what they teach you in preschool, you know, so, right. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's all just maturity and just knowledge that really gets you through the door. And if you're, if you're not willing to learn, then you're not really part of this life lesson that we, we talk about. Yeah. We have to understand that 
like you said, it's free school. You know, my kid will, will, will literally tell you in the store, why don't you have your mask on? You're supposed to use a sanitizer. You're supposed to wash your hands, right? But I think people forget the body itself being nourished every day. Even if there is no pandemic, even if there is no COVID, your body is working a lot. It's doing a lot of things on a daily basis. So you have to take care of yourself first. You have to take care of your body. You have to take care of your health. And herbs, you know, have been fought, especially in the Western world for so long because, you know, people want to make money. I mean, why why worry about herbs when you can go get medication and, and you, you know, the right. doctor is paid or the nurse is paid. But I don't want to get into that controversy. I'm just saying that <laughs> they're natural. <laughs> they're natural ways to heal your body yeah your natural ways to heal your body and you don't if you have any questions or a hesitation you just ask your doctor first or your nurse or whoever your practitioner is first before you consume it if not it's it's just herbs exactly and these are natural products and literally this is earth <laughs> this is given from earth but some people right. also think that it's not helpful like you know you hear about things like for example cbd you hear okay it's gonna help you with you know i've heard a lot of things i mean i may not know all of them because i'm not really like always in the know of everything because i'm always learning at the same time but when you hear like cbd helps with like for example like with menstrual pains it helps with you know with old people and you know elderly people that are really trying to make sure that their bones they're still active you know it sounds like yeah we need this but when you think about what you have to take or what you have to do it's like uh question mark so so why is it such a problem (laughs) i know i know it's and, and, and those are the things that we're talking about here, right? Awareness, education, awareness, education. If we are not used to doing something, guess what? We don't want to even open our minds. I am one of the most open-minded person that you'll ever meet because for me, what is there to lose anyway? Right. You are learning and then you can now make a decision if you want to put it to work or not. But to say that you don't want to learn understand and then be exposed to new ways of doing things i think that's not a good way and a good approach to life because whether the cbd is gonna work or not i have to try it i have to be open to see if i want to do it or if i don't want to do it right right right. and the same applies for what we're talking about in terms of the herbs or uh even the foundation because people can like you said people can feel like oh well this is fake or someone told me oh you guys just collecting money because it's a pandemic you know everybody everybody is going to say something but remember what i said to you earlier my dad's voice okay do not worry about what people are ever going to say about what you're doing as long as you're not harming yourself and others in the process just know there's a time coming that it will be needed and you will be relevant Mm. you'll be relevant for what you're doing. So that's what I have to say when it comes to trying these different options out there in terms of herbs or taking care of your body, taking care of yourself. Exactly. Wow. This has been very impactful. 
I feel like people should definitely rewind this in case they missed out on a few things because <laughs> <laughs> we went deep. Yes, yes, I love it. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being here. The playroom is always exciting, and you know, kicking off with the new season, this is definitely setting the bar. Yes, yes, I I love to be the one to set the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do at in full my- sale. <laughs> Yes, in my own little way, right? Um, I just, I just want to say that. Look, at the end of the day, I love to just enjoy life. I, I am very busy, but I want people to know that make yourself happy, make time for yourself, create opportunities throughout the day where you're smiling, you're dancing, you're doing something that puts joy in your soul because. Those things help your system relax because life can be complicated. Life can be difficult. Challenges, stress, everything can come all at once. But regardless of what comes your way, you have to have a positive mindset. You have to have a willpower. You have to understand that the road you're going a lot of your ancestors have walked that road before. Therefore, you can do it. God is with you. I am a firm believer. I love the Lord. And no matter what your faith is, just know that you have to create opportunities to make yourself happy. As long as you're not harming people in the process. Because that helps you really carve the path for yourself and for those behind you and for those looking up to you and everything at that point you can achieve whatever it is you want to achieve in this world so that's what i want to say preach amen to that Oh, God, that's so funny. This is amazing. You're definitely going to come back again to this podcast for sure. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, you're most welcome. And if there's any way anyone can reach out to you, what's the best way to connect with you and also be part of this amazing um, opportunity to create together? Absolutely. If anyone wants to contact me, you can send me an email at info at letscreatenow.org info at letscreatenow.org or um, I don't know my number but I don't know how you're gonna put it you want me to say it or you can, oh, it you can say it you can say it and then they'll just type okay. it out on their phones okay okay great so you can reach me at 908-986-7218 if you'd like to be part of let's create together foundation or if you like to order some moringa or nim tea, please be my guests and uh, let's let's network, let's connect, let's build a community, let's go out there and be African in all aspects, helping the world. Exactly, that's what we're here for, and that's how we're supporting. And with that said, this has been the amazing We Don't Play podcast station, where we give you full control of understanding what you need to do with your life. And when we bring guests like Rachel, she's going to put you on the spot because you're going to be looking around your house like, I need my Moringa tea today. (laughs) 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 Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Great opportunity. You're doing amazing work. And uh, keep 
keep at it keep shining thank you so much i appreciate it bye for now Thanks.